Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, August 3rd, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Devontae's out here working on the Chubbs machine. Uh, what's Good. The, what's the uh, breaking news? <laughs> yeah. what, uh, what's the plan for him moving uh, forward as he works on the knee? Yeah, he just uh, being in the training room, working to attack the training room and, and get himself healthy and uh, and get and just be mentally in it when he's you know when he's out you know. So the meetings are huge for him just to stay mentally sharp and he, and he is very mentally sharp. Um, and so he, he's really into the meetings, really into practice uh, of watching it while he's while he's not able to participate. Like Zach Ertz is going to be here. How much more involved will he be in the game planning going forward and practice and, and even in the games? You know, game planning, we're not even close to thinking about that yet. It's just we're, we're repping a set of plays that we think is good for, you know, our group. And you can see as you as you watch practice, we throw the ball to the tight ends quite a bit right in between those. You know, you're, you're watching it. You see where we're kind of throwing it to them. And so um, just seeing, again, what Zach can do and what all the tight ends can do and really – Really impressed with Zach and his ability. He's just, you know, he's been such a productive player in this league for so long. And, you know, you see it on game tape from afar, right? And, and you, and, but then when you get to be able to go to practice and see in meetings, like he's just a very instinctual player and a very smart football player. So, you know, we're going to, we want to use those strengths that he has right there to be able to find holes in the defense because he does have this, he just has a supreme feel. Um, that is very typical among good players. Austin Scott's been very involved in uh, your offense so far. How do you think his skill set fits what you want to do, and what are your impressions of him, Ben? Yeah, Boston's. He, I think he's a great leader and um, really good for the the running back room. I think he's high respect among the amongst his teammates. Um, love that he knows what to do at all times, um, and yeah, he, he shows ability in in the backfield. Um, in the run game and in the pass game, whether that's protecting or splitting out wide. So guys that are multiple with what they can do and not just a one-trick pony to say, um, they're hard to defend. And so I'm glad we have, I'm glad we have Boston because he seems like he can, he can do a lot. What's your experience with the use of analytics in terms of player evaluation, how you run your offense, and also on game days, and how much do you plan to use it? Yeah, that's a great question, Jeff. The, I think it's just a, a piece of the puzzle, right? You you study like when you're evaluating. I'll talk I'll talk about more so the the game planning of a of a team. Um, you game plan a team. There's there's a lot of pro- thought process that goes into that. It's you're watching that first and second down cut up. You're watching that third down cut up. You're watching what's hit on that def- defensive coordinator pass throughout the past four years. So you're putting in a lot of time studying tape. And then there's these numbers that you have on that that can either back up what you you know you look at those. You study the tape first, then you get this analytic piece of it, and you're like, "What do the numbers say?" Oh, that's exactly what I was seeing. And sometimes it's, "Hey, I, I didn't see exactly that. Let me go back and rewatch, rewatch that, and see if those numbers are, are telling the truth." So, when you're game planning an opponent, it it helps you out tremendously. But again, it's just a piece of the puzzle. I think a wise man avoids all extremes. You don't want to be like, "I'm just putting all my eggs in this basket," or "I'm just putting all my eggs in this basket." You use all the pieces available to you to help your t- put your team in the best position. And then as far I think I think you asked about just on game day, again, that's the same thing. You you don't we use that. It's great information uh, to help us be able to call the game, right? We we have uh, we have a plan for third down. Hey, we want to run this and this and this and this in this order. 
but that can change, right, based off of what the defense is doing. And that's the same thing with analytics. Hey, this is what the, the charts are saying to do this and this and this and this. But there's a, there's a human feel to it as well. And so you want to, again, you want to be, you don't want, you want to avoid the extremes, but use the information that's given to you because it is valuable information that can help you win and lose football games. Will you have one coach or staffer designated as the guy that will feed you that information? And do you know who that is yet? Um, we do. We'll have we'll have somebody feeding feeding me that information, and it's it's a group effort. There's 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 a couple guys that that are involved in that to help me out with that, um, and so yeah, it, again, group effort. And but when the when the pads go on, we see there's always things get chippy. There's fights. What's your philosophy? I mean, do you tell them no fighting? Do you kind of accept it as part of the deal? What's your what's your message to them about that? You know, we don't want we want to. This whole thing about connecting, right? That's a big. That's a big piece. Again, the best teams that I've been around are the tightest teams. Now, does that mean that like I haven't fought? Like I'm tight with my brothers. That doesn't mean I haven't gotten fights with them. So I'd rather them not fight, and they they know that. But we'll handle that as it comes, and and you know because the fighting too, there is a part of it's going to get chippy out there when the pads come on. We all know that, but. You also have to, in this game, you have to keep your cool to play the next play, right? And you can't, you can't do things that hurt your team. Fighting gets you penalties. Fighting, right, gets you to think about the fight rather than the play, right, which is what we got to focus on. So, again, just like practice is, it's a great preparation for the game. So if there is a fight, it's a great teaching moment. But we'd rather not that have that happen. And, and have that hard competition still. Um, but things happen in practice, and we'll handle them as they go. Kind of matching uh, Jeff's question with analytics, and, and Ed talking about Zach Ertz, different personnel groupings, have you found sort of a default setting throughout analytics where one personnel grouping is more successful than the other, or is it typically about the players? I think it's about the player. That's, that's a great question because there is sometimes that it comes back and – and you also, in analytics, you want to know what the sample size you're working with, too, is, right? You know, you, you get one game of analytics, and it says this team's not good against 12, or this team's really good against 12 personnel. Well, who was those, who were those guys in 12 personnel that they were playing against the last time, right? So you got to think it's, it's always, 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 always about the players first. That, that's regardless of the, you know, when we talk about game planning, that's regardless of, um, whether you see a great play on tape or the analytics tell you something. It's still, you know, I guess the old saying goes, it's about the Jimmys and Joes, not the X's and O's, right? It still comes down to that player. That was taught to me a very long time ago by, by Larry Karras, my college coach. It, it comes down to that player. What, the analytics may say something, the tape may say something, but if they can't cover Zach Ertz, then we're going to Zach Ertz regardless of what it says, right? So that – there's a there's again we use all the information given to us but first things first it comes down to the players. I was thinking with Devonte down there's opportunity for some of these wide receivers. Uh, who's a receiver or two that has stood out to you uh, so far in camp? I've been very pleased with the entire group. I think that it's you know Kevin Petullo keeps coming up to me and just and he keeps saying we didn't have this speed in Indy. So it's like he's like and we sure as heck didn't have it right away. And so it's like we're seeing that we got some guys that can really run. And so I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, you saw Quez yesterday. 
uh, go deep, and Jalen did a great job of finding him through a perfect ball out there. And so really excited about the, the group as a whole because I really feel like we have like Howie and his staff have just have done such a good job of getting players in here um, that we can work with and, and develop. And so, again, I mentioned Quez and, and John Hightower looks, looks really fast too out there, but I'm, I'm really pleased with the group as a whole. Yeah, and we're we're not again we're not putting a timetable on any injuries. We just want him to attack this, you know, his rehab and, and get ready as soon as he can. You know, we, we want him to have as many reps as he possibly can. This is a different game. Uh, NFL, you know, NFL and college football are a different games. So we want him to get as many reps as he can, and we'll play that day by day, week by week. Perspective with the preseason, I. I I know it's still a week away, but this is our first exposure to you. Are, are, are you going to, to try to get more guys in there? Are you more conservative when it comes to the preseason? Yeah, it's case by case. It's case by case, and, and we'll and we'll talk through every guy and, and what their experience is. And it's just like, you know, you don't treat every player the same, and, and it is. It's truly case by case, and what we want to show and what we don't want to show, that, that those are discussions that we've had. We've had our game plan for – for our preseason done because my 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 philosophy is hey let's get the scripting done we can always adjust it let's get the game plans done for the preseason we can always adjust it so that when we're here with the players right we're not up all night uh thinking about what we're going to run against the Steelers or the the Patriots or the uh Jets we're thinking about our sole focus is how do we get our players better that's all that matters is how we get those players better so Again, there will be adjusting of those game plans and talk through all that, but really every day we're just focused on how we're getting our guys better. You designed an offense around Jalen. How much do you take stuff you did with Indy in your career and also maybe concepts he was comfortable with in college and even suggestions from him? Yeah, I, I, with quarterbacks particularly, I always want to hear what they're comfortable with. We always want to hear that because it doesn't matter what play I like. It doesn't matter what play Shane likes or Kevin or Brian, right? It doesn't matter what plays we like. Is Are our quarterbacks comfortable operating the play? Because they're the ones doing it. So it's a, it's a combination of all those things you said. Yes, hey, here's a group of plays we ran at Indy, for instance, right? Take a look at them. Let's look at them. Let's get some reps on them. What have you done? And, and we saw you run this play. Do you like that? Okay. Well, here's one that... Uh, maybe we ran when I was in San Diego or Kansas City, and you, so you're yes, you're finding what feels good to him and what feels good to the quarterback room, and you're and you're trying to get reps of that. And and there's and there's a lot of carryover, you know. There's a lot of carryover from teams. There's a lot of teams running similar plays to each other. Um, so again, it's a it's a process to to figure it out. And the practice, you know, there's one thing I like in the meeting room, and then coming out and executing it. So. A lot of that's to be determined as well as how we how we practice on the field. What do you, what do you see from Joe Flacco, both you know, in helping out Jalen Hurts and, and also you know on the field and everything? How's, how's he been doing? You know, when we're in coaches' meetings, I think the the pretty common. Um, I'll try to give you some insight when we're in a coaches' meeting, right? A pretty a pretty common uh, term when we we're talking about Joe is like, man, he's played a lot of football. He, you know, and it and it shows, right? And that's why we say it. It's that's not. It's just not a blank. Uh, statement that we're making because he hasn't played a lot of football, but it is. It shows like 
you know, it shows. I, I think about this play that he had the other day. We had a situation that happened at the beginning. There was a motion. We had to freeze everybody because two guys were in motion at once. Great situational football by our team. Smart football IQ. He stopped it. He put the guy back in motion. Uh, the guy came off the edge on the right edge. He stepped up in the pocket with excellent fundamentals and ball security. And then he threw the ball on the sideline to Tyree Jackson over here. Perfect throw. Put it out in front of him. So there was all these things like, man, like that's what, that's like, that was like, man, this guy's played a lot of football. And that, I think that's a really good compliment we can give a guy. Because like, that's, that's saying in the coaches meeting, that's saying, this guy's really smart. This guy knows what he's doing. And so I think that you just see that. You know, he has a good feel for the offense. He's still getting there because it's a new offense, a new terminology for him. But he's got a good feel where backs are. He's just got some innate abilities that come with, with play, veteran players. And so that's what I see a lot a lot with him. And, the, and the, what he provides in the meeting room is just experience, right? That's just another voice of experience to talk through. Hey, you know, because we, again, I, I think I've said this before, we always, any play, you want to tell the guys – the quarterbacks particularly, we like this play against this. We don't necessarily love it against this. So Joe's able to give some insight, like, because he's pretty much around all these plays. He's been with a lot of different coordinators, uh, a lot of different a lot of different guys, and he's pretty much ran all these plays. So he's able to say, oh, I remember I hit this against the Jets in 2008 against cover three. And then we can all paint this visual picture in our head, all right, of that happening. And that's just another rep that we get with that visualization. Hey, who, won who won yesterday's practice? Who won yesterday's practice? Offense. Who won yesterday's practice? You saying just in the in the win loss record that I said yeah, I had earlier? Yeah, I knew mean, you, you, you guys are going to hold me on that one right there. <laughs> Defense won that one yesterday. I think it was like 27-24. So it's tough now because it, it's not we're not tackling right, and so some tap offs are tackles sometimes, and sometimes they aren't, and so we just got to make those hard decisions sometimes. Let's hey, see overall tally then. The overall tally, I, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Good question. I don't know exactly what it is. The one from yesterday is fresh on my mind. Um, I don't know what the overall tally is. I'll have to ask Tyler, uh, my assistant, out there today. Players you've had today, you've known Jonathan Gannon for a while. Now that he's been in his role here as DC, what have you seen from him? Same. Same passion. Like, um, I was talking to, I was talking to my, my dad or another coach yesterday. I can't remember who I was talking to, but um, on the phone, and I said, and they asked, and they asked about him, and I said, like he's a good football coach. He he knows the game really well. His energy is nonstop, right? And his his ability to not only teach scheme and fundamentals that that's a great combination. You know, that's what you're looking for for every coach. Do they know how to get a player better fundamentally, and do they know how to put their players in good positions scheme wise? And I that's what I I've always valued in in Jonathan. Um, and so I think he's doing a great job, and, and it's no surprise. I mean, that, he's on a three-year interview with me. I knew, what I, was, I knew what I was getting. I knew what I signed up for when we hired Jonathan. Two more, please. today, and when, will you tackle at any point during camp? Um, still, again, that's a constant uh, talk. We talked about that this morning. You know, we're not going to tackle today, but, you know, um, it's a constant talk about, hey, should we tackle this period, tackle this period? We're undecided on that right now. Um, the speed, when we have pads on, the players know exactly when we have pads on. That was the, one of our first meetings. Here's what it looks like when we're in a walkthrough. And this is the expectations of you. We do it just like we would do a play. The expectations so everybody knows. Here's what we want you to do when it's jog through. Here's what we want you to do when it's tap off. Here's what we want you to do when it's thud. 
here's what we want you to do, and it's full pads. It doesn't re say go to the ground, but the players know what we want and require when it's full pads. Uh, when, you're, when you're evaluating the player who's going through a position change, like Tyree Jackson, who doesn't have the experience of like a Richard Rodgers or Caleb Wilson at the position, how much do you weigh potential on that grading curve with what you know the other guys can do and how comfortable they are in the position? You know, I think a lot – I'm gonna to try to answer as best I can. If I hope, hopefully, I answer your question. Um, I think a lot of that we're we're looking. Yes, there's a lot of potential, but a lot of that, like Tyree's made a lot of plays out there already. He and he and you can see his development. Great, uh, you know, he did it. He had a route in the first two days. He didn't. He didn't like really stick the route hard and break to the corner. And then the yesterday he ran that one that Joe threw over him the middle on him, and he stuck his foot in the ground and really separated from the defensive back. So you see that development really attribute to Tyree um, just learning and then his, his position coach, Jason and Shane, uh, you know, getting, getting him to do that. Um, but we're going to be able to see a lot of that today. You know, it's a physical game, and we get to see a lot of that with his pads on today. Sorry, I hope I answered your question. All right, we're good. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Nick. For more news, daily training camp analysis, and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.